Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Girl Talking Mas. I'm here with my girl Ali. Let's go. Yay. You guys, we are here with Jennifer Neville. Jennifer, thank you for joining us today on Girl Talking Mas. Yay, thank you guys so much for having me. You're so beautiful. I love oh, it. I you. am so happy to see you. What is your what is your background, by the way? So I'm, my dad's American, but my uh-huh. mom is Dominicana. So oh, yeah. I would spend my summers over there in like campamentos and <gasps> things like that. So I got to got kind to of your homeland. Yeah, got That's to grow beautiful. up bilingual and, you know, bicultural, which I think is like something I'm so proud of. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. We have like a strong a Latino community here in Florida, especially Tampa. Oh, um, my mom Tampa, was just like Tampa. And she loved it. Yeah, she loved Tampa. My mom was so into it. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 nice, and it's nice to kind of you know when you go somewhere else, you you miss that because I have spent some time in the Midwest, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, quoting Carpani, le falta el sazón. Yeah, for sure. Like a hundred percent. I need to go somewhere else and get my cultural experience because this ain't doing it for me. Yeah, so that's why funny. I love Mexico is like uh, just a flight away, too. It's like mm-hmm. an hour away. I mean, you guys are even closer. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it, it's sometimes I'm like I find comfort in that. I'm like, I could just be an hour away from l- Spanish um, culture. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Jennifer. So, okay, like I said, we are so excited to talk to you because I am obsessed right now. I mean, I've always been obsessed with astrology and um, but I have really been digging in and I've kind of said this almost probably in every episode for the last few months, digging into my self-concept manifestation, really trying to get myself back to a better place. And I've been watching your YouTube videos religiously like I think I watched like six of them in a row like I'm already <laughs> following you like on everything I'm already subscribed yeah. girl I'm, I'm there I am there I'm with you like for the rest of the time now yes. but you are a celebrity astrologer author intuitive um but I want to go kind of go back before we get into all the like juicy astrology uh story of your life tell us how you started because before this you were like a pro golfer which I think is also very cool which is really cool yeah <laughs> yes cool. So, gosh, it was kind of, I think I always enjoyed spirituality. So I, my whole life, I've kind of been into astrology. I've been into the tarot. um, And it was kind of something fun that I did. Again, kind of going back to my roots, spending my summers in uh, the DR. It was like seeing my grandma with La Badajas and kind of observing her and being interested in that. Uh, it was something that I always did. And in college for fun, I'd go hang out at my hairdresser's place and I do readings on her clients for like $20. How cool. Is it something like that you have, like that you kind of get a feeling for? I don't know. I don't think it's something that can be learned. I think you have to kind of have it. 
I think it's learned. I, I always say, I'm like intuition. It's like a muscle. It just has to you. It's like, you have to work it out. Um, I don't like that kind of narrative of you have to be born with it because we're all born with it. And that is like a strong message that I have. Like we all have to know. I love like getting in touch with that. Like, yeah, we all are born with it. We just aren't all in touch with it. Mm. And I think that that's kind of where like my abuela had such a big impact on me because she would always encourage that. She wasn't like, oh my God, she's just a little girl. Don't listen to her. She'd be like asking me about my dreams and what did you dream about last mm-hmm. night? And oh my gosh, like, and I'd say things that would come to me intuitively and she'd be like telling my grandpa, she'd be like, oh my God. Uh, la niña dijo esto, like, <laughs> <laughs> and so she was very encouraging. So I, I had a lot of confidence in that early on. So I think that helped me kind of, like I said, exercise that muscle, but I think anybody is capable of doing it. And I love to throw my cards to my friends sometimes and be like, read for me. They're like, but I don't know how I'm like, just do it. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, so how did it go from being like in pro golf? Was that something that you kind of just, I think like, I, this is like over for me and I need to do this. Yeah. And, and that's kind of like, I talk about it a lot in my book, but I, um, I golf for me, it was like something. And it, I think I got that same intuitive feeling and that kind of mindset stuff. Like I've always been really fascinated by like manifestation beliefs the mind before Mm -hmm. I even knew what manifestation was so golf kind of was so big for me in that but I do think that obviously I took it to a certain level and I was just you know wanting to walk away from it but at the same time had such a fear in that because I was like well who am I if I'm not Jen the golfer Mm -hmm. um I feel that yeah Mm -hmm. so that was really a hard transition point. And it took me like a year of, I was doing real, I got my real estate license. I was doing real estate and I was watching so many tarot videos on YouTube. And I was kind of like, why am I not doing this? Uh And then, um, you know, I was always fascinated by astrology. I did the tarot first. I started the YouTube channel because one day I was like, well, I have nothing to lose. I'm going to put it under a pseudonym because I started out little girl lost and because I was I was very literally lost. a little girl lost yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of like started that channel and then it took off really really fast to where it was like okay friends of mine were like wait I think I saw you on YouTube reading tarot <laughs> and I was like oh my gosh people are finding out about this yes <laughs> and I think that was the point where I started getting more deeper in my astrology because I was doing personal readings and I thought okay, well, I want to add astrology to the mix. But if I'm going to do kind of astrology on a professional level, I want to get certified. So I did kind of a deeper um, schooling. And I love astrology, because it is like you can continuously learn there's so much to it. And yeah, it kind of ended up there. But now I'm trying to work back into utilizing my experience as a professional athlete and like the mindset manifestation Mm -hmm. stuff and incorporating that more into it instead of having people rely on 
astrology or tarot to predict their future. And it's like, create the reality that you want. Yes. And I've noticed that when some of your YouTube videos that I was watching that you kind of relate that back to your golf career when you were like transitioning over where, you know, you were kind of already manifesting that for you. That's so true. Because I think, like you said, I think we already, and um, I think yesterday I was listening to somebody, I might've been Abraham Hicks. And I think I was listening to her and it was like, uh, you're, just not on the level like well like what you're manifesting is already created yes. you're just not at the level where you can see it yet like you're still yeah somewhere else like you haven't leveled to where but that reality that you want is just it's created and it's like waiting there for you yeah like it's already there in a way like and it's like because you have that desire that's why it's there like if you have yes. a desire to do something it's because it's already created and like waiting for you on like another level and that you just yeah. not, you're just not going to be able to experience it until you get to that level. And that's where I, I talk a lot in my videos about kind of going back and reverse engineering something that you have successfully manifested. And even in terms of my golf career, I remember, and this is kind of what you're saying. I, this was before I even knew about conscious manifesting, but I was the professional golfer way before I was actually the professional golfer because I would show up to like college tournaments when I knew when I knew what I wanted to do after college was play professionally mm-hmm. I would show up to tournaments like I was already the professional like as if cameras yes. were on me and I was like I would dress like the professional I would walk like the professional so I was already training my mind and then when it happened, I was just like, of course, this happened. Of course, like, it happens. <laughs> and that's that's kind of the self-concept. And what you're saying is like, mm-hmm. you have to become the version of yourself who has the thing before the thing can show up. So I yes. even say I'm like, the millionaire becomes a millionaire in their mind mm-hmm. before the million dollars ever shows up. Agreed. Agreed. 100%. I love yeah. that. And, and like manifestation is a huge topic right now, you know, on TikTok. And we're all here for it, but there's so many different techniques and there's just being like so much different type of information being thrown at us. So like, tell us your advice on um, when it comes to manifestation or like finding the technique that works for you. Mm -hmm. So my kind of technique has always been a three-step technique and it's basically like, and, and I'll emphasize more on this, but Step one is always like identify your desire, but it's more than just like, I want $500. Mm -hmm. Why do you want that $500? Or like, okay, say it's a million dollars. Why do you want that million dollars? Like, what do you want to feel? What is the deeper desire behind the desire? And then once you kind of like, okay, I want to have freedom. That's kind of once you pinpoint that, like you can have that right now. You can have that right now. So then you go down to my step two, which is identify the blockages. What belief or limitations do you have that might be blocking you from having that desire? Because the reality is if what you want, kind of what you were saying earlier, it's like what you want is already yours. It already exists. The only thing keeping it from you is you, your beliefs, about yourself about the world or like even I don't feel safe having this so mm-hmm. like, like I don't with, feel worthy of the money or yeah. worthy of the relationship so even kind of going back to the reverse engineering I had lost a lot of weight um back like after I think 2021 I lost about 40 pounds which I had no idea how I was gonna do it but I had to start by just even saying like 
it is safe for you to lose this weight. It is safe for you to lose this weight because it was like my subconscious didn't want to release it because in some way it was keeping me safe. And until I pinpointed why, why I was keeping the weight on or why I wasn't letting myself lose weight, it wouldn't happen. So like that has to do with the beliefs and things like that. And then the third step for me is always like, I call it the lock-in process where it's like, okay, now that I've identified what it is. So say you're trying to manifest love or a relationship. Mm. It's like, how can you act as if you already have it to train your subconscious to feel comfortable? So sometimes I'm like, get delusional with it. Pretend like you're living with somebody, cook dinner for somebody, act like you're your like draw your act like you're the significant other drawing you a bath and like sitting there with you like be yes. you get to have fun with it you get know delusional yes. like people yeah. like don't get delusional no get delusional <laughs> yeah like I've manifested oh so much by just doing that because I did manifest a relationship I would go on walks and I'd pretend like I was on walks with the person yeah and then I manifested somebody who like one of our first date was going on was going on that exact same walk and I was just like okay this is what we this is what we've been working for yeah I love that yeah Yeah. I think like I think I'm starting to I think it's starting to click for me because I have been for the longest time um doing the affirmations and scripting and trying yeah. to do it that way. And I was rereading what I already wrote instead of writing mm-hmm. it over and over again. And yeah. I think that was a, but that was a mistake for me because I was just reading it. I wasn't yeah. feeling it. I wasn't believing it. I was just yeah. reading it. And I was like, this is what I want. Like I wanted it so bad. I'm like, this is what's going to happen. So I would like read it, read it, read it every night. I would read it before I went to bed, but I still went to bed feeling like I don't have it or it's not yeah. going to happen or it might not happen or is it going to happen? Like doubting it. So I was like, yeah. I, and then I, I started to realize, okay, I really need to like put myself in a different feeling. So I'm still struggling with that part right yes. now, but um, I definitely want to get a tarot reading with you. So we're going <laughs> to have to set that up because I was, I've been watching your, your, yes. your videos on that, but I want to get into your book. Um, yeah. Rose colored glasses, a collection of memories. It sounds beautiful. It sounds like so comforting. I want to, I want, I can't wait to read it, but tell us about how this book came about. Like, what is it? Like, what does it have in it? Like, what can we expect? So it's all about heartbreak. So oh. it's comforting, but it's like very, yeah. um, it's like, I, I was very vulnerable mm-hmm. in it. And it talks a lot about finding yourself and it's sort of exactly how I describe it in terms of like a recollection of memories um, about me revisiting certain moments of my life and sort of revising these moments in my life. And the core of it was me processing a breakup that I didn't get closure on. Speaking of manifestation, I wrote the book and then seven years after we finally reconnected (laughs) and we've been able to like, like really have this like beautiful relationship very cool. um since then like a beautiful friendship and I got to read the book to him uh or parts of the book to him yeah so it was like I do feel like I manifested that but that's kind of what I'm doing is I'm healing and revising these maybe like moments in my mind mm-hmm. that I would relive and then I would kind of like give them different meanings but as I healed I would sort of see it in a different way and share that perspective. So it's very like memoir. Uh, I talk a lot about me 
and sort of my decision to leave behind my golf career and kind of the heart, like not only this heartbreak that I'm going through, just kind of triggered the bigger heartbreak, which was I'm walking away from this part of myself that's mm-hmm. been like my identity for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like a real breakup and then the breakup from your career. Yeah, I I feel like the real breakup was the breakup from the golf. Yeah, that, it's, that seems like it's huge because it was like you said, yeah. part of your life since you yeah. were young, you know? I always say I'm like, it's like you're married to somebody for 17 years. And then like when people are like, why don't you play anymore? I'm like, it's because every time I go back, like that love is still there. Mm-hmm. But it's painful because I'm like, we can't be together like we were before. <laughs> It, now that I read back and I know more about like Law of Assumption, Neville Goddard, it's very much so I'm rewriting my story. And that's mm-hmm. sort of like I'm going back and I'm looking at the story that I've been telling myself and I'm rewriting it. So it's it, it, it was definitely, I feel like, artistically expressed in a way that I wanted the reader to feel like... It's my story, but it's also going to trigger something in you. Mm -hmm. And I think it's like open to interpretation. So like wherever the story takes you Mm -hmm. um, or wherever this like these things take you, that was kind of the intention that I set when I like transmuted my energy into it. So it was it was nice to release it and be done with it and stop telling that story. (laughs) Exactly. Like where can we get your book at? So right now it's on Amazon. Okay, nice. cool. Yeah. I'm ordering so, I want to order yes. it. Yes, 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 yes. You'll have to you'll have to let me know. I'm, I will I definitely. Love, so I wrote the book and I'm like processing and healing from this breakup. Mm-hmm. This the it, and I wouldn't even it was like a little two, three month relationship, but it had a big impact on me yes. because of where I was in my life. Yes. But then I finally wrote this book. And then I manifested a new relationship and I kind of was like, well, I don't want to revisit that book. You know, I would finished the rough draft and I met this guy like a week after. And I was like, well, now I don't want to revisit it. Like, I'm happy. I don't want to go back to that story. But I feel like I kept putting it off and then I manif- I feel like I manifested a breakup. Mm. And then that was kind of where I was like, okay, now you have the time to go back And now that we're in the heartbreak again, maybe this is time to go back and revisit the story. Mm -hmm. But then it was like beautiful because I got to reconnect with the the guy from the book. Yes, the original. Mm -hmm. And we ended up going to we ended up meeting up in Greece and everything. So I was looking at your Santori (laughs) pictures uh, and I'm just like, I can't. We met up in Greece, so I'm like, this is gonna be book two. This is gonna be book two. That in Greece too. Oh, yeah, I was like, man, this is like this is like a movie. Mm-hmm. So Mamma Mia. <laughs> oh, so it was mama so Mamma Mia. <laughs> so I guess we talked about your uh, manifestation. We talked about your golf past. We yes. talked about your book. So tell us about your tarot side and like the cards you use. How do you receive the messages you give, or how did how is that evolving for you? So I think it's evolving in the way that like, I love to use them as a tool. I always say I'm like, tarot is a tool for us to tap into our subconscious energy because energy is malleable. 
we can change based off of our thoughts and our beliefs and our assumptions, like energy can change. So um, I like to use it as a check-in. And I always tell people, I'm like, don't get too hung up on the thing. But if you are triggered, notice what those triggers are because they're reflecting something back. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I used to, I used to like, I mean, I used to consume so much tarot, uh, when I first started and now I, I, that's why I even put out less tarot videos because I'm more on the manifestation trend now, but like, yeah, the tarot, I think that one, I know the, uh, I know the cards, like I know the meaning of the cards, but sometimes when you just tap in, it's like a, it's kind of like a tool to ex like I said before, it's like a tool to exercise. So every time I, read the tarot I'll know the meanings but at the same time I do get like intuitive hits that I'll kind of ask or and it's learning how to trust that I think because you get readers and you're like okay I'm picking up on this and you're kind of like this sounds crazy and then they're like oh my god and I'm like okay thank god because yeah, I was you're like I don't know why I'm picking up on this energy but this is what's coming through and I've actually um when I was like kind of newer to the celebrity side, like, like reading for certain, like I've gotten the chance to read for certain celebrities. I won't name them. Yeah. But there's been some times where I'm like, Oh my God, I do not want to tell this person this (laughs) message. Oh no. Yeah. And I've, I have like, there's been some people that I just picked that energy up on. I'm like, if you say this to this person, it's not going to end well for you. So I'll just be like giving the most, they, those people are probably the ones that are like, that reader was terrible. <laughs> and I kind of learned oh my, my lesson with that because yeah. I was younger and more like nervous. And it's like, okay, this person is maybe a high profile celebrity. And if I start saying these like personal things, they're going to be like, you know. Yeah. Get all uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And there's what I wanted sure. to I wanted to ask you. There's some diff there's differences in the in the decks. So there's like oracle mm-hmm. cards. And I know I notice like sometimes when you're doing your yeah. I was watching your YouTube and you're like, this is like my messaging deck that gives more messaging yeah. to it. Like what's the difference between the decks that you use? So the actual tarot is like the main bulk of the thing. I find it easier if I'm doing like a personal reading one-on-one, I'll probably just stick to the tarot, but Uh doing collective readings for YouTube, Uh I'll use kind of the Oracle cards as clarifiers because again, we're dealing with like a more general energy. So Oracle Uh cards are more, I would say they can be used more as um, clarifiers to like, the the tarot like if some a tarot card comes up and say it's the death card it's like oh my gosh this big change is coming into your life and then you can pull from an oracle deck and it's like what does this change have to do with and then you might get more clarity on it got it okay cool yeah i see that yeah Mm -hmm. but some of those oracle decks man they are they are accurate Yeah, (laughs) I like getting I like getting my cards right. I've done it a lot. Yeah, a lot lot throughout my life, but I've I've always accepted it for what it is and what I what I have the message. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. the message I accept it and then or I or I leave it. Whatever you know, whatever I choose. But it's fun. It is scary though. I can see. I can see the celebrity part of it being like, yeah, like how do you know that? Like, yeah, yeah. Tell you. 
Yeah, no, there's been times, uh, there's like one specific time. And I think it was since I won't name the person, but yeah. I know it had to do with like, oh, I think your husband's cheating on you or oh, something no. like that. And it was like, I'm sure it was something that she already intuitively knew about, but it was For like, sure. I sure. am not going to, I'm not mm-hmm. going to, pro- I just got the energy off of this person that even if I would have said something, it would have probably been like, you don't know what you're talking about or something yeah. like that. So I was yeah. like, my spirit guides told me not to say anything. And so I was like, this and this. And she was like, what? So I was like, I, I ate that one. I Yeah. So you have manifestation workshops. You have tarot card readings available. To- oh, I wanted to ask you, do you do destination like workshops or like where you go anywhere or do you? So ret- I have my like retreats. Retreat okay. is going to be. And so really fun fact, my first retreat, I still have a couple spots open. It's going to be in Tulum. So so Mexico, it's going to be nice. And it's going to be on the Scorpio full moon. So big release, big transformation. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be we're going to do like cacao ceremony, the um, smoke lodge, the Tesmacal, I don't know how to pronounce it, which is terrible. Um, but Yoga, then it's I'm <laughs> actually getting my hypnotherapy certification right now. I just, Ooh. so by then I'll have that. So I'm excited to kind of incorporate that into my helping, helping people, but mm-hmm. that's going to be like dedicated towards release and like death and rebirth because okay. Scorpio is all about death and rebirth so I'm like that's gonna be an intense but fun weekend yeah it sounds so cool so yeah. right now I we're so we're in like a, a new is it like what are we in right now like some kind of moon just happened today um this no it? today it was the sun conjunct Jupiter so yes. it's like a very auspicious um lucky day they call it yeah they call it the luckiest day of the year like the luckiest day divine guidance there's a lot of like buzzwords on tiktok you know this one and that's kind of what i say like a lot of the tiktok things are like you have to use this day to manifest and something i really believe about astrology that as i've gotten deeper into my practice i do not manifest with any energy because like it'll it manifests itself Mm -hmm. so say like the more you know okay this is happening in my fifth house so I know that whatever's going to happen for me today or manifest for me today is going to happen in those fifth house topics Mm -hmm. or say uh like Scorpio Scorpio rules my 12th house so if I have a full moon in Scorpio, I know it's going to be like a release around the subconscious. So there's really no need for me to do anything um, manifestation wise. Sometimes I'll kind of like supercharge the energy to really focus on that area of my life mm-hmm. and do some kind of ritual. But yeah, all the buzz stuff on TikTok, I think is a waste of time. It, it, that's what I'm saying. Like I get so many different messages. Yeah. I'm like, I need to hone on like a good person to just kind of like get good straight information from because I think I was kind of like all over the place with like hearing so many different ways and people saying do this do that you know listen to this moon this new moon and this 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 moon and that moon (laughs) yeah 
Because new moons happen all the, like new moon, they happen every month, but yeah. it's just that they're happening in different Sites. areas of your yeah. chart. So like, we're about mm. to go into a Mercury retrograde, which right. I'm like, okay. I've already, okay. I've already heard from two of my exes. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Yep. This is going to, it's going to be that, that Mercury retrograde for me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so tell everybody how they can um get your services that you offer. Because like I said, you offer these manifestation workshops, you have one-on-ones available mm-hmm. um, online, and then you can do Dutero through with anybody like anywhere like on zoom is how does that yes yeah Yeah, so I do pre-recorded or I do like sessions because I do one-on-one coaching sessions that include tarot and astrology okay um and soon enough hypnotherapy yeah um which has been a game changer for me for manifesting like it's like a shortcut or loophole if you can just change that belief right away it's like it's instantly manifest. Can you tell us a little yes. bit about it? Like what is hypnotherapy? Is it kind of like tapping into your subconscious? Or... Yes. Okay. It's like going first. And I think the judge of a good hypnotherapist, because I've changed my life with hypnotherapy, is uh, that they kind of have life coaching abilities where it's mm-hmm. like they're able to get to the root or the belief, like the core belief that's causing maybe this blockage. And then as soon as you kind of unlock that you go into the hypnosis and maybe you do the like maybe they'll record it and do it a couple times um but man once you do it it's like immediate shift wow yeah so if you can like surrender in the hypnosis hypnosis is a game changer so that's why I just decided I was like okay this is the next thing that I'm gonna add Mm -hmm. to my to my repertoire so um but my website following me on Instagram because I always post the updates or YouTube. Um, I'm always making announcements, but my website is where you can book everything, which awesome. is just livezenwithjen.com. Nice. Yeah. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. Like We're yes. so excited, like I said, to just kind of like get into your head about like everything. Yes. And I thank you for sharing like the real aspects of the astrology and like kind of like a real you know, deep look into what we need to really be concentrating yeah. on. I think like your YouTube channel is amazing. So I'm, I'm oh, urging everybody you. to go over <laughs> and follow you on YouTube. And I'm going to be setting up something with you soon. Yay. <laughs> but awesome. Thank you, so much thank you guys us. so much yes, for having me. Yes. Thank Bye. you guys. Bye guys. Make sure you are listening Bye. to us on Latina Podcasters Network, where you can find us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. <laughs> Bye guys. Hi.